Dan, I have a lengthy list of things I am grateful for. Really? As do I, believe it or not. Yeah, but I have one at the very top of my list that I'm the most grateful for right now. Oh, well, do share. Okay. I am grateful that you are wearing a shirt today <laughs> with sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, you know, with the colder temps, I got to keep my shoulders warm. <laughs> Just a little bit of woodhound humor for you here. Dan always wears a shirt. I just like yes. to, I just like to razz him. Yeah. With pants, his pants user. questionable, but shirt, I always have a shirt on. It just became a tradition on my YouTube channel that I always wear. I call it my clown suit. I always wear my my uniform when I'm on on my videos, and I tease Dan because he's always in his too, which is a shirt that he found laying on the side of the road that he's <laughs> ripped the sleeves off of it. <laughs> see i always thought that you just wore the same shirt so that it would make editing easier like if you had to do any retakes <laughs> you just go back out there the next day and do a retake like it was the same day it makes choosing what i'm going to wear each day a lot easier yeah I, I suppose one less thing you have to worry about yeah there are times it does become kind of a pain i will be just doing something around the yard and i think oh this would be a great video but I thought, well, then I got to go in, I got to change clothes, I got to do this, I got to do that. And then by the time I walk myself through that equation, I go, ah, the heck with it. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't going to do it. You got to go in, <laughs> hair, makeup, wardrobe, get all that stuff done and ready. Yeah, it's it's a process. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. However, if I was required to wear makeup, I probably wouldn't do it. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that would be a lot of work. Well, see, that is, I guess, one thing that I am thankful for that I just, I put on whatever I have on and I just go, I don't, I don't care what I look like. <laughs> that is normally my approach to my day, except when filming. I've just committed to having my green shirt on and my, my shorts or my, my khaki well, these are these are my climbing pants that I wear. Oh, They're, yeah, they are actually for the woodcutter. Wow, and I like them. They they fit great. They're easy to move around in. When I got to jump in and out of the back of the truck, I like them. Yeah, but I don't put a lot of emphasis in my wardrobe like I used to. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, I. When I look back upon my youth, like when I was in college, there seems to be an inverse relationship between my yearly income and how nice my wardrobe is. When I was a broke college student, I had killer clothes, man. I had the nicest shoes and yeah. I had all the expensive shirts and all. And now, you know, that I, I have a, I make a decent living, <laughs> I wear the same thing every day. <laughs> I think I'm the same way now that, you know, now I'm older and I just, I find what I like, what's comfortable and comfort trumps, uh, I guess, fashion. You know, if it's comfortable, it's way more, uh, I'm going to wear it over looking good or having, you know, something fashionable. Yeah. That's why we drive a Ford Taurus instead of a Cadillac, you know? <laughs> 
something functional, we appreciate that more in our That's advanced right. ages. Yep. Yes, indeed. I, th I think of all the money that I've wasted in my life on, on nice clothes. And I thought, oh, boy, if I could have all that back. Oh, yeah. Like my CD collection. I have all my CDs from the oh, late 80s and 90s. All the money that we just burnt on those. And now they're just pretty much worthless. Yep. Were you ever at one of those clubs where you'd like buy one CD and get 10 for free or something? And every month then you have to buy another one. <laughs> <laughs> or you have to cancel it real quick. Yep. <laughs> you get like, you get 10 CDs for a penny and they give you that big sheet of stamps and you got to choose the stamp and oh. stick it onto the, that was so much fun. It was, that was a great time. Gosh. <laughs> so much fun. You ever go to like a garage sale now or a flea market and there'll just be a big box of CDs, you know, it, <laughs> just yes. they're like 10 cents each. And we used to spend $20 for one and, of those. Back. Yep. And DVDs now as well. Oh yeah. DVDs, <laughs> VCR tapes. Yep. Jeez. Uh, the good old days. Yes. The good old days. Mm-hmm something to be thankful for that we've grown out of that and now we are wiser for the for the experience exactly very grateful for the experience as well that was like you said mm -hmm. good time other than times. other than you wearing a shirt today i do have something else that i'm grateful for oh that's the being part of the world's number one firewood podcast the woodhounds yes yes indeed and with that comes you know, thankful that through this whole YouTube adventure, I was able to to meet you and become what I would think <laughs> I would consider you probably one of my best friends now. Are you really? Yeah, well, that means a lot, Dan. Thank you. Yeah, it's that means a lot. I I uh, I f think I feel the same. To be honest with you, you know, it yeah. seems like the older you get you can count all your friends on one hand anyways. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, but I, um, I don't know. I, I think if I were to calculate all of my interactions throughout the week, I probably talk to you the most. Yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. And it's always enjoyable. It is. It is always a good time. That's even that more, even more when you're fully clothed. <laughs> How did we get on this topic about me and what clothes I'm wearing? <laughs> the list of things that I'm thankful for. So, okay, I'm thankful that you're wearing a shirt. I'm thankful for the podcast. Okay, here's one other thing I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for listener mail. Oh, and speaking of listener mail, let me tell you what. Here we go. We have some <laughs> listener mail. <laughs> All right. So our first email is from Jeff. And Jeff just wanted to drop us a line and say how much he enjoys the podcast. He finds it very entertaining. And he just likes hearing about everything we talk about, firewood related and not firewood related. So he said, <laughs> keep, the shaws, the, keep the sharp saws and strong backs going. Cheers. So thank well, you very see much. If he'll write, let's see if he'll write a email after this episode. <laughs> yes. 
And the other email we got was from Jerry. And he just has a question. Uh, it was, does it make sense to sell slab wood over firewood? Huh. So there you go. There's a little something to, to, to ponder here. Slab wood over firewood. Long pause. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my short answer is no. However, I'll put an asterisk next to my no. The reason I say no, I have always seen slab wood to be very high labor and low reward. There is, however, a, uh, a supplier of mine who also makes um, slab wood in the firewood. He has one of these, I call it the wheel of death, you know, the big spinning uh, blade. This is about as yeah. big as a, you know, big as a, 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 like a tractor tire. And it's on one of those tables with a spring and he just slides it in and pushes the table into the saw and the piece comes off. So he makes it really fast. He has local pickups. So people come to him to buy it. And mm. I guess he's making some money because he gets those bundles of slabs dirt cheap. Yeah. Yeah. But well, I think there's, you know, the more I, if I, I've used them, I've, I got some delivered here in the past and it's just, it's a lot of work. Yeah. And I don't know, because he said it makes sense to sell slab wood over firewood. So I don't know if he's talking about taking slab wood and like you're saying, turning it into firewood or if he has access to just slab wood and then just sell that as is yeah. uh, slab wood. Well, it depends, I guess, on... <laughs> I don't even know if it depends. I'm I'm pretty down on slab wood. That is, maybe I'm thinking it more as the end user. But if I'm selling it, I still don't think you can sell it for as much as you can chunk wood, you know, or or, uh, or value added firewood. Yeah, it I know. is mostly bark. It smokes a lot. I mean, it dries out fast, but people, it doesn't have that aesthetic appeal to it that i think people are looking for yeah um in firewood because if you are looking for heat you're not going to go to slab wood it's low btu and if you're looking for ambiance i still don't think you go to slab wood because it's just doesn't have that romantic quality about it you know the only mm -hmm. the only time i've seen slab wood sold was in big bundles and they were selling it to like um, a company who had like an industrial wood boiler. So right. this place would get an eight foot long, big bundle of slabs and they'd cut it in half with a chainsaw and then just feed it into their boiler. And that's, that was how they, you know, so they bought the bundles of slab wood, but they didn't buy it for very much. It was pretty cheap. I had a bundle of slabs dropped off. One of the loggers just had them. He says, Hey, you want these? I go, sure. <laughs> I, I swear to you, it took me longer to cut it up than it took for my furnace to burn it. <laughs> I'm serious because you think, again, you have a lot of wood, but that it's small and it just that furnace just swallowed it. Yeah, just swallowed it whole. Yep. And, you know, the only easy way if there is an easy way to cut it is you got to get some some straps 
you know, or ratchet straps and ratchet it together in multiple locations and then get a saw with a 50 inch bar and chain <laughs> on it and yeah. you know try to cut it all through that i can just oh my chain flying off and oh what a mess i don't like slabs i'd say it the only thing is if you possibly like own a sawmill and you needed to get rid of the slabs you could probably find a way to sell them but you probably won't get a very high uh, you know, the, the price you probably get for him won't be very high, but that maybe that's what he's talking about. Like he has a sawmill, he's got excess mm -hmm. slabs. Does it pay to sell them as slab wood instead of cutting them up into pieces for firewood? I don't know. Jeez. Yeah. That's another one of those volume things, I guess. If you just need to get rid of it, get rid of it. Now that I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about this, Dan, and I'm, this is the God's honest truth right now. If log hauler jesse were to show up in my front in my driveway with a load of slabs and he would say hey would you want these for free i would tell him no thanks <laughs> I'm, I, I, yeah. I'm serious i wouldn't even want to mess with them that's how much of a pain they are to me yeah yeah and that's speaking from experience yeah if i were to be given a a, a bundle of them i would probably do what you said strap them together buzz them up and throw them in the boiler and they'd be gone in a day <laughs> yeah but you know they're jesus just they're all laying on the ground i can just see you know, just bending down to pick up every single one of those oh my gosh no yeah i'm i'm down on slabs that could be a good video idea because there's a lot of them out there there's some um, some of these sawmills and um, like the Amish loggers, they'll set up their mill back in the woods and they'll have stacks of these bundled slabs yep. just back in there, you know, and you know that they're, they're annoyed by them too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But to your point, well, you know, if they're trying to make lumber and they try, they're trying to get as much board feed out of each log as they can, the slabs are probably only an inch maybe two inches thick you know they're real thin yeah and it's mostly bark yep you know and they're messy and they burn up fast and they're smoke yeah i just it's this it's the same thing as to why i don't mess with pine because i turn down pine all the time and it's simply because you got to put the same amount of labor into it as you would if it was oak or a higher end hardwood. So why bother? Yeah. You know, why bother? If you're going to put that labor into it to make it a sellable product, you know, and it's going to be, you can sell your hardwoods for practically double. Yeah. I have, mm -hmm. I have a couple of people that actually ask for pine only for their, uh cabins up north so i do i do get a little pine it's fine i spend the time <laughs> to make the pine and it's all fine <laughs> it's a good run yeah yeah so what else are you thankful for dan oh my i mean you know obviously the the you know, family, health, all that stuff. But one thing that I was actually thinking about is, and this gets back to, you know, meeting you and just the whole YouTube, uh, I guess, content creator environment that's, I guess, 
kind of just been spawning up in the last few years and just being part of that whole, you know, just being able to, to do something like make videos, enjoy doing it. And, and I don't know, connect with people all over <laughs> and, and get paid and make a little extra money. Yes. Uh -huh. Yes, indeed. Yeah. That is. The yeah. I agree with you. That is, um, that is very true. There are times where I, I, I try to avoid stress because, you know, when I used to work for the man, you're under stress all the time. And there are times, though, where I'm feeling stress about the videos because I got to get one finished or I have this idea and we just got to get it done. Uh, but for the most part, it's all enjoyable. I like it. Yeah. And uh, I like the way people like it, if that makes sense. And... Yeah, you know, I, I mean, let me let's be honest. I like that I that I get paid to do it too. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, I have always said if people are wondering, you know, you can do your own math equations and figure out what a YouTube channel makes. So I will tell you that I do not make life changing money on YouTube, which some people out there do. Um, but at the same time, it's not chump change either. So you know, it's not like I would turn it down <laughs> and um it seems like too dan maybe you can speak to this as well there's like this arc that a youtube channel goes on i have felt the same i've talked with other channels and everyone's expressed the same when you first start and you get that first solicitation from a company that wants to showcase their product on your channel you're like heck yeah man because it's so cool you know to think that you could um, you know, get something for free and then you can give your opinion on it and your opinion kind of matters, you know? Yeah. Uh, but then you evolve away from that. I'm done with that, Dan. You know, if, if, um, people, I, I get solicitations all the time and I just pretty much just delete it. I don't even reply to them anymore. Yeah. I, I'm the same way, unless it's something that's kind of, you know, sparked my interest or I have an interest in something along you know in that kind of like category i guess but yeah it's it's just it's one of those things it's cool starting out mm -hmm. with um but then over time it just kind of fades and you're more like for me i'm more focused on the you know creating the content that i want to like i don't want to take something from someone and then have to talk to it even if it's good or bad whatever i just feel yeah. weird sometimes doing that just kind of throws me I off think I think the item would have to be relevant to my channel. You know, like I would never, you know, we joke because we keep getting this solicitation for wallpaper. <laughs> and, you know, I would never do a video on wallpaper. Uh, I am holding out for when Maserati comes up with a firewood delivery vehicle. Oh. Uh, I, would, I would absolutely entertain that. But I don't know. I, I just, I don't know if I'm my own gatekeep, gatekeeper. I just, just. Uh, I, I'm turned off now to anyone asking you know to show to showcase things. There are some projects that I have that's coming down the pike that I'm going to try and leverage my channel in you know getting some of these items because I think they would be cool and they're completely relevant to firewood production. Uh, but you know if they come great, if not, then we'll we'll figure out something else. Yeah, I, I had a recently. 
someone reached out about a certain product and then I went to their website and I had found another product that I actually was like, oh, this would be kind of cool because I was redoing my my office at home <laughs> where I do my live streams. I'm like, well, I'm going to buy these shelves, but can you give me, you know, instead of the product you wanted me to showcase, can I do something else? And so it did actually work out in my favor, but there was a instance where it was something that I kind of wanted and had an interest in. It was opposite of what they had, you know, offered. So like I said, every now and then there's something, there's a way to kind of work those deals out. But I just mm -hmm. like the fact of like you had mentioned, I mean, yes, everyone knows there is money to be made on YouTube, on social media, creating content. And I am just so grateful. I can go out in my wood yard, do what I enjoy doing, make a video. And sometimes I can make more money from the video than selling the wood that I made in the video. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's great. I mean, it's like I said, it's just, it's just awesome. I love it. Mm -hmm. You had said something too, that, that I believe 100%. And this kind of, I'm always comparing, you know, I'm comparing to the way I'm living now when I had a real job, you know, where I used to have to leave and drive to Cleveland every day or, and, and come home, you know, you leave in the morning, it's dark, you come home at night, it's dark, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I remember those days, you know, the boss would say, do this, you know, and you had to do it, you know, even if you didn't want to, or if you didn't like it, you had to do it because that's what the boss said. It's now like with a YouTube channel and my videos, I do what I want. You know, I make videos that are uh, representative of me and a day in the life of a firewood delivery service. And, you know, I've had comments in the past from people saying, I didn't like this. You should do it more like that. You know, my reply is, bud, this is who I am. You know, I'm not, <laughs> I appreciate your comment, but I am not changing. You know, and you shouldn't be asking people to change. This is who I am. If every day was sunshiny and clear skies, we would all live in a desert. There <laughs> so, you go. Yeah. So take the good with the bad, you know. That's right. I'm allowed, and I'm allowed to put out a stinker every now and then too. So right. that's fine. That's fine. Everyone's allowed to have a, a, <laughs> a good day and a bad day. That's right. <laughs> mm -hmm. Exactly. But yeah, otherwise, I mean... That's that's kind of but kind of on my mind this year around the Thanksgiving holiday is just uh, thankful for all, you know, like I said, health, family, everything like that. But then just looking back on the last few years and just being grateful for, you know, those people out there who tune in and watch the videos, who listen to this podcast. It's just it's it's really uh, it's been a lot of fun. And I think that's the number one thing in life is to keep having fun. <laughs> yeah, that's my rule number one. Rule you know, number it's one. There be you fun. go. If it's not fun, I'm not going to do it. But uh, the same thing goes for me. I mean, what the heck? If it wasn't for the subscribers, I mean, I went to Finland this year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? I I took Ohio Woodburner on a road trip. Talk about an opportunity there. Speaking of Finland, do you think do you think they uh, are they celebrating Thanksgiving this week? Did the pilgrims? show up over there <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i wonder how that all worked <laughs> i don't know i told you when i was over there when i came home i was thinking oh my gosh why didn't i find this out why didn't i find that out? i was just overwhelmed 
but I didn't, uh, it didn't come up in conversation, Dan, about yeah. does Finland have a Thanksgiving? And if the pilgrims were, were uh, escaping religious persecution, would they go farther north to where the, the, the water's frozen? <laughs> or would they go to the new world and, but you know, I mean, what the heck they landed in Massachusetts. So yeah. that's not the exact uh, perfect, perfect weather there either. No. Yeah. It's interesting to think about that. What was it? What would it have been like? What do you think was their, I guess, traditions as far as firewood related? Well, I was just going to say, I guarantee you what was a central role at the first Thanksgiving was firewood. Yeah. But coming to a new world with new wood, that would be kind of interesting. You know, do you think they started uh-huh. off burning the pine trees? Because <laughs> 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 what would have been yeah. their main firewood? Hmm. Yeah, I don't know what the, um, the, the main wood out there. I knew that there was a lot of elm. Good luck splitting that. Yeah, they want to split that. Oh. Yeah. Um, and oak. And I'm sure there's a number of softwoods, but don't you think, you know, the maple and the beech and the ash, they're they're probably heavy, heavily represented it out there, or yeah. at least they were. Yeah. But think about what a, a central role firewood was. You know, I mean, these guys, they land at Plymouth Rock. They got to build their houses. They're going to build them out of wood. They got to stay yep. warm in the winter. They need firewood. They need to cook. They need wood. They need yep. to make their wagons and all of their industry. Everything's made out of wood. And then the next thing you know, all the trees that used to be right here are way They're down gone. there. Yeah, we got to go, guys. We got to start moving this wood around. And But I would just imagine the first Thanksgiving, there is a good, healthy pile of firewood. Yeah, I would say so. Yep. I mean, there wasn't, there wasn't any microwaves or, or radar ranges, right? No. Or gas, gas stoves. No, no, nothing. They would have Mm-mm. had to, uh, pre- been preparing that feast over fire. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> if you owned a firewood processor back in those days, you'd be, you'd be rich. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine that? Time traveling back in time <laughs> with a processor, with the 405. <laughs> yeah. Well, if I had time travel, I would show up with like a bucket of KFC or something. <laughs> <laughs> Give turkeys a break. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. The other thing I like about Thanksgiving is falling asleep after dinner. Oh, I'm yeah. Good. Uh, there's some things in this life that I'm good at and that's one of them. Yep. And it doesn't matter. Like I, I go down to my parents um, and we have Thanksgiving dinner at noon. And then, so, you know, that afternoon I'm taking a long nap (laughs) (laughs) and then I get up and I eat some leftovers and I go to sleep and take another nap. Yeah. And we're shutting down Ohio Woodburner for three days because we're not going to do anything the day before Thanksgiving. And we don't, we're not going to do anything the day after, you know, that's Black Friday and the roads are packed and yeah. Yeah. Just take the day off. Yep. Yeah. We Mm -hmm. used to have, um, one of our traditions in high school 
because the first few years I was out of high school, we would all come home, you know, for the holiday and, and we'd always go to this one bar and they would, we would have what's called wild turkey night. So they would serve all these different drinks mixed with wild turkey bourbon. And so we had, my Thanksgiving was always a three day event, the wild turkey night, Thanksgiving dinner, and then black Friday. <laughs> <laughs> And now I can't, I'll, now I just do the Thanksgiving dinner and I skip Black Friday and I skip Wild Turkey Night. It's just one day is all I can take. Oh, wow. Uh, the biggest tradition we have is the family turkey stuffing. It's, it's oyster stuffing. Our family came to the New World in the early 1700s and they lived in the Piedmont region of Virginia. And so, you know, seafood is is very prevalent in our our uh, family uh historical recipes oh but our yeah we make this oyster stuffing for our turkey so that's like our big deal for wow. that's the only only time of the year we ever eat it <laughs> it's delicious oh wow. sounds very interesting yeah <laughs> and is it just then your family just your immediate family that gets together or do you have in-laws relatives we have a very small family to begin with so it's my sister's taken over the the role of preparing the dinner from my mom both my parents are are deceased so we go to her house uh, she has her adult children who come and then you know it's it's uh, me my wife and our two daughters and we go and my one cousin who lives in the area she comes too so uh, it's a pretty small, um, small but important day. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Mm. Nice little gathering. That's right. Yeah. Well, for all of you out there listening, hopefully uh, you'll you'll be hearing this the day before Thanksgiving, possibly if you listen to uh, the Woodhounds podcast when it comes out on Wednesday mornings <laughs> at five a.m. <laughs> yeah. So it, if, it uploads every Wednesday, right? Yes. So if you are listening on Wednesday, uh, we'd like to wish you and your family a happy Thanksgiving tomorrow. Very well said, Dan. I uh, agree with everything. I am just uh, excited to be a part of this and to have a lot of people out there listening to the podcast and watching our YouTube videos, people that... Um, you know, they play a, a daily role in our lives, too, because we hear their thoughts and comments, and uh, it's, it's just been a very nice experience. Yes. <clears throat> very thankful for all of you. So with that, Joe, I'm going to go yes. find um, a long sleeve T-shirt and put it on <laughs> and, and then get ready and get prepared for Thanksgiving dinner. I'll get you a green long sleeve shirt that says Ohio Woodburner on it. Oh, then I'd have to probably go do some work though. <laughs> <laughs> but you would be in the running for employee of the month. Oh, yeah. Well, there you, you go. Would, you would win the preferred parking spot and a pizza party. Oh, and I probably will need to burn a few calories after tomorrow anyway. So it yeah. sounds good. <laughs> yeah. All right, Dan. Well, I want to thank everyone for tuning in and making the Woodhounds podcast the world's number one firewood podcast. Yes. Thank you all. Enjoy the holidays and we'll see you back here next week. 
So stay safe, have fun, and have a great Thanksgiving.